Welcome back to another episode of the MRP Show. Yeah, that's okay, it. Cool, right on. Clap, clap. Nah, dude, that gets nah, added nah, in post. Nah, that's weird. Yeah, that we add that in post. Yeah. We just have some noobs in this studio today. So. <laughs> Speaking of which, why don't you go ahead and introduce... Yeah, let me Actually, introduce... you know, before that... Yeah, go ahead. We want to pull one out for our uh, our friends, Jose and Daniel, who are not here today. They're, they're not. They're Rest in peace. peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace tonight. It's yeah. their night off. Yeah, right. We, yeah, they... Uh, schedule a vacation and they uh, ask for vacation this week so they're on vacation so yeah, nice um, we have um, acquired a new host whoa his name is Roberto he is in the studio with us today well you said it was Robert yeah his name is Robert would you want to go by Roberto or Robert Ooh, how about Rob Roberto. what about Bob that's off that's off limits that's off limits I push it with Robert no Robert I push it with Robert but my name is Roberto but so but, but do you go by Roberto. Roberto well everyone except you guys if you called me Robert and my aunt, so it's I just think. me yeah you're okay. the only one that called me Robert <laughs> you you introduced him to me as Robert yeah so I'm like <laughs> okay well, there you go. Roberto there is you go. in the studio. So thank you Not for Robert. joining us. Not Robert. Robert. Robert is gone. Robert is gone. A new man has... So has a new man has <laughs> So Roberto is ashes. in the studio. Thank you for showing up. Of course. Welcome. Welcome to the MRP. Welcome. He's a big much. film... What do you Fanat- Fanatic. I'm fanatic. I, I love watching movies. Right there on. Go and love right looking at something. Always we have Kevin in the house. What's up, man? Wait, I already said hello. Wait, yeah, you. Matter. Hello, everybody. Yeah, that's just Kevin. I'm Kevin. Yeah, that's Kevin. You know me. You know him. He's you been know. here since season two. start. Season two. Season two. Since the start of season two. Since preseason. We get it. We get it. Yeah. We get it. Thank you. And then we have our catch potato we flew her all the way from new york guys that's the only reason you're here no Literally, other that's it. the only reason we are the here. reason you are here we yes. got lucilla lucilla yes lucilla sorry lucilla. do you want lucilla. your last name yeah, into you the public name yeah, you know what yeah weird? no that's cool I, or i don't know you you matter. say it why can you not that's racist i, I forgot <laughs> Lombar- lucilla lombardi lombardi yes. okay lombardi, lombardi the, like the trophy she is oh yes. okay. Absolutely. Nice. okay are you related? actually actually nope. didn't okay. we she look up a- didn't the lombardi we- slap dude yes yeah. the lombardi <laughs> slap it's uh what is it slapping with your penis yeah what <laughs> nice yes the lombardi slap is that what it is <laughs> absolutely yeah. all right you google that that's what is. i'm known for, it's for crazy. Slap. <laughs> that's why we yeah but yeah, uh, Lucille is in the house tonight. She is um, she's a longtime friend of mine and a longtime friend of the show, I would say. Yes. Um, and uh, we brought her on because, you know, she's cool, you know? Why not? <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm really excited and to be here. And she's wearing an MRP she's a, yeah, show absolutely. pin. We're going we're gonna to put a picture of that yeah, on yeah. the internet yeah. because it looks fancy. Her looks shoes like are also fans. MRP shoes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Her we'll socks. Take it. Yeah. Her socks. <laughs> right on. Her hair. I mean. <laughs> so I came across this question while we were uh, doing our prep work. Prep work in quotations because I don't know how much work goes into our prep. Right. But uh, I came across this question that was asked by the fans. Juan, can you read the question? Because I don't have it on it me. It says, what movie, novel, comic, article has changed your life or been impactful in some way? So that question, basically, when I was reading that question, I thought, all right, I can talk about this for yeah. a couple hours, you yeah. know? So uh, that's what I wanted to bring for us tonight, you know, or today, whenever you guys are listening to this. I don't know. You guys don't know when we're recording this. Um, but basically, you know, from the day we're born till the day we die, as humans, we're constantly learning, right? 
Right. And uh, hopefully, you know, that makes us better people. I know that that's not the case. You know, present company included. <laughs> but uh, okay. Um, basically, you know, there's there's places dedicated to education all over. You know, there's mm-hmm. schools, churches. You know, growing up with our parents and learning things, right? Like we go there and we learn, you know, from books and stuff, and people teach us, and you know, those dedicated places for education. Right. But I think that for a long time, especially growing up, we're sort of taught to discredit all this other stuff that's right. just entertainment or that it's just there to kill time or waste time and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've said this a whole bunch of times whenever I'm, you know, talking about movies because. You know, I love movies. I could talk about movies for days. <laughs> but um, one of the things is that I learned so much from movies and just like, just right. because I, I, I really started watching them a lot, you know, maybe like, I don't know, 2012, like 10 years ago, I guess. I got really big into movies, I would say. Um, and since then, I've learned so much about just like, you know, the human condition and like myself really and others and just all this other stuff. And I just thought it was such an interesting you know, topic that I think, you know, I love. I mean, there's nothing better than talking about movies with your right. friends, right? You know, right. Like, there's, there's literally nothing better. There's like, a common ground there. Yeah, dude. Whenever me and my friends get drunk, that's literally what we end up doing <laughs> yeah. for hours. And I mean, you know, there's a reason for it. Right. Because I wanted to ask you guys, you know, what, what what this stuff means to you guys, you know? Um, but yeah, that was basically it. And I mean, I, I think someone should kick us off with uh, something. I was thinking about this at work today because that's what I do at work. Sorry. Think about other things aside from work. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, okay. No, not really. Cause you know, that's it, a whole different question. All right. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so my first example that I want to bring out is, um, do you guys know the movie holes? Yes. Yeah, starring Hollywood's Shia LaBeouf. Oh yes. yes. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so this one I think is probably the earliest, the earliest case of me ever feeling connected to a movie like this um and i would say that one thing that really sort of that every time that i watch this movie i have the same thinking now and the same feeling now um it's that i learned basically like just because you do bad things doesn't mean you're a bad person you know and i think that 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 speaks to me more as an adult because you know we do dumb shit and we do you know terrible things um and i think that's something that we all sort of question right like are we good people like are the decisions that i've made like gonna stack up against the bad ones and being like oh yeah this guy's a good person um and i think that that's something that that movie really really drove home for me is like you know what all these people all the whole cast well you know the d10 boys or whatever they were all there for a reason right but they weren't bad people and i don't want to even say like oh they were just you know wrong place wrong time because that was specifically stanley's case not everyone else you know but um everyone else they made their decisions and they did things that they did but you know that doesn't make them bad people they still like care about each other they still you know have feelings and I don't know, man. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. That movie's freaking great. When was the last time you watched Holes? Probably what, like 2005? Really? <laughs> or something. I don't yeah. even know when it came Dude, out. Dude, no right? way. It's been a long time. I mean, I remember it really well, and I the soundtrack, obviously, right? Like, yeah. 
Um, but no, I do remember, I mean, it's pretty iconic to people like that are about our age. When Literally. That came out. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever read the book? Did no, I didn't even know there was a book. I did not. I didn't really? know there was a book. See, okay. See. I watched. The, I think I watched this movie probably once or twice, and right around the same time she did. Are you Tons serious? Five thousand six. Dude, that's crazy. Just because. Yeah. Well, okay. I remember. I'm very grateful for my elementary school because they were very big on like. Well, okay, at least they were supposed to be on like <laughs> reading and stuff, right? right? So like, all my teachers would always like read us books. Oh, I guess this is what's supposed to happen in elementary schools, right? right. Yeah, you get read to whatever. Yeah. Um, and I remember when they read holes to us, I was like, holy shit. That's a good story. And then know? the movie comes out. Yeah, man. Because I, I like after they read it for us, like I read it for myself once, and I was like, "Damn, shit's good." And it was really easy yeah. to read, you know, super easy. Oh yeah. Um, and then the movie came out, and I was like, "Whoa!" That's and then I good. watched the movie, I was like, "Whoa, this is awesome!" Yeah. And I mean, they would play it on Disney Channel all the time, right? So I've literally seen that movie like fifteen times. I love that movie. It's so good. So good. I can't believe you guys have only seen like twice. That's crazy. Yeah, and, and well, now that it's on Disney, like, because Disney Plus is out now, so probably, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. give it up. The give last it a time that I watched it, it was on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Actually, that's a lie. I think the last time I watched it, I want to say it was on Netflix. I think it may have Probably been because uh, a lot of Disney properties were on Netflix and on other streaming platforms before they their parent companies got bought out by oh yeah right the big old the disney monster the disney monster yeah. oh disney will get theirs I got, oh yeah i got they something will. for them in a second yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah so holes man taught me how yeah. to uh you know not be so down on you when you right. make mistakes you know because especially now i'm telling you especially now being yeah. an adult and being able to think yeah. about all the shit that we've done and like thinking on whether Man, it's gonna get real dark. <laughs> whether whether we deserve to be here, you know, right. based on how we live or what we do. Right. And I think that with holes, it says that there's still hope for redemption, you know? Right. And that I think that redemption story is more I don't know, it's closer. I think you something know? cool that is from that too, it's like your circumstances don't define you. Right. Mm. Um, even though like you might end up in a situation that might feel like it is defining you, like being right. a prisoner or whatever, or in jail. Digging a hole. Yeah. And then just like seeing past that and like knowing that there is like, even like whether it's like change or, or some sort of like hope and, you know, but also not being able to like, be so angry with yourself right yeah, dude. yeah. yeah. right on lord yeah. knows i'm angry with myself all the time <laughs> stay mad same but yeah man so uh, that's my first one and i think for me um because i'm i as a kid you know you watch a lot of these uh superhero movies and you admire how cool they are and some of them are look as cool as they can get but <laughs> as, a aren't, kid. as a kid <laughs> as but a then, kid but then you watch them as an adult and you're like okay. as an adult but um for me one one big uh medium for me was the civil war story arc from marvel hell yeah dude um you that's know, actually my favorite yeah uh, that's my favorite storyline i love it from marvel because i not only read it you get i played it with uh marvel's ultimate alliance too and in both cases uh you know before the movie came out in both cases um i learned that you know each side had their views and each side stuck to their guns. And I, from mm-hmm. that, I learned, you know, your ideals are your ideals. Mm-hmm. They may evolve over time, but, um, always stick up I, that from there. I learned to always stick up for what you believe in 
it may be wrong in some people's eyes it may be right in others but at the end of the day it's you know they're your ideals so that that was has been my biggest takeaway from from that that story arc that game that i played um i always chose captain america's side i don't i i just yeah hell yeah brother <laughs> yeah and dude, um, i have a, i have a captain america shrine in my room dude. yeah that's my guy dude <laughs> he's literally on my shirt he's right on your now. shirt <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Shout uh, out shout out to Scotty Young. I'm wearing a shirt with his artwork on it. That's I awesome. I don't know if he cares. <laughs> yeah, he probably listens to us. Yeah. I hope so. Scotty <laughs> Young is great. He's one of my favorites, but yeah, man. Yeah, so um yeah, not just that. I think um you know, there's there's a lot of you know, stuff that I couldn't watch as a kid because you know, we weren't allowed to see that stuff. It wasn't um, for it wasn't taken as educational value. It was. Right. It was just yeah. It you was kind of throwaway stuff that we didn't need. And now people, people go on social media and talk about it and make money off of that stuff just because they review it or they watch it or they yeah. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of stuff back in the day that people didn't take seriously. That like you're, one phrase that I won't ever forget was, "You're never gonna make money for playing video games." No, hey, I still don't. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah you know. but there's people, you know, people in the world that have, yeah, you know, yeah, honed a craft. I think and they're make, talking specifically to you. Yeah, <laughs> could be, yeah, because I play video games. Well, I started now because you for know, money. No, I wish he spends I w- money. I spend money on it. <laughs> nice. I spent money yesterday on. You gotta on spend a, min- You gotta spend you money sp- to make money. Yeah, you know? unfortunately, I spent it and never <laughs> and get and it back, it. and that's it. You're doing something wrong there. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I've been able to. You know, experience as a kid. Um, I think you can relate because of the you know the church that we we went to and some of the thing the ideals that were instilled in us as children was religion always came first yeah. and try not to fall into entangled web of of other stuff that and isn't see, and and that that's medium. that's like that's honestly one of the big reasons why this this uh, particular topic spoke to me so right. much is because for the same reason because like growing up going to church every week and then like you know learning this and then like having parents that tell you that everything that's not this is basically exactly. not good or like yeah. basically evil or whatever yeah, yeah man we grew up in a cult but anyways like <laughs> yeah. seeing things like that that's why this is so much better because now that like yeah. i'm you know an adult and i can watch whatever the fuck i want yeah. like i I've learned so much from even going back and watching like kids' movies. Like I was never allowed to watch Harry Potter growing up. Oh yeah. I didn't watch yeah. I didn't watch the movies until I was in college, my freshman year of college. Dude. And yeah. I was like, holy shit, these are I awesome. just I just know that I'm crazy. I'm twenty two and I just watched the, the all seven Harry Potter movies this year. That's wow. crazy. And that's insane. Because yeah. those are freaking awesome. Yeah, I, know. I had um yeah. You were saying earlier you played Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know if you ever heard of Baku- Bakugan. You heard of that? That was after my time. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I was I was well into my adulthood, dude. So well, um, I mean, not that I'm not now playing yeah. children's games. So <laughs> right. it's, it's fine. Yes, so, never mind. Forget what I said. <laughs> you know, of course, you guys remember the book fair. My favorite day. Oof, the book fair. The um, book fair. I found the like the, these Bakugan novels, and someone at church saw that I was reading it at church, and told my mom to throw them away Classic. because they were not of value and yeah and dude i am not ashamed to say this i went into the trash and i dug them out because i had not finished reading them i would have tears are literally coming down yes i'm robert i am i am broken yeah (laughs) so you know and then from from an early age they try to instill these ideals in you but you also get to see the other side and the nastier side of it where they kind of want to limit you and, and 
in what you can consume yeah. now. And I, I guess, yeah. I guess, honestly, for them, it's not limiting. It's not limiting perspectives. I guess it's just keeping their children safe from what yeah. potentially could be out there, which yeah. I completely understand. Yeah. But also, like. You know, it, it's uh, like, okay, personally, it's not like I feel deprived, you know, right. shit. Um, I definitely do feel, though, that they just they just don't credit the things that have really shown us. And maybe it's right. maybe it's a generational thing or a cultural thing, mostly, because think about like we're all, you know, of Hispanic descent here. Correct. Right. Yes. Right, Lucy? I'm not yes. sure about you still. I still don't know still. about you. you know, it's vague. Know about the that. accent could be like Polish or something. I don't know, dude. Um, but like. I think that sort of also has something to do with it. Right. Um, I don't know why. I don't know where I was going with that. But, oh, yeah. but basically, like, I mean, I just feel that they should credit the things, you know. Right. And th that's why there was there was this one guy who preached to my church um, multiple times. I won't say his name for fear of, you know, whatever. Retribution. <laughs> for fear of getting smited by God. <laughs> um but no, like, uh, sorry. Um, but he, I remember he would invite us to watch movies at his house. And so we would, and we would watch these like wild movies and he would tell us that he would like write sermons about these movies. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? Um, and on this evening we were watching the classic Blood In Blood Out. I don't know if you guys have seen that I have movie. not been graced with the presence of that Have screen. you seen that movie? Yeah. You've seen that movie? Have you seen that movie? Before? I have not. You've not seen I've Blood In Blood Out. It. That movie is... No. I love that movie. It's very yeah. bad, but I love it. Um, very bad in the sense that it's bad production, bad writing, or just it's not absolutely. good to watch. I like watching it. Yeah. Bad <laughs> you know? for kids? Oh no! Okay. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, because it's it's it's, it's a very blood and like, blood outs in the title. <laughs> right, it yeah, sounds pretty. Yeah, it's, so it's it's basically about um, you know gangs in L.A. and like uh, um, there's this guy in it who's I think he's adopted. I can't even remember. But he's definitely like American, right? Um, but they still like take him in, and he's like trying to prove himself because he wants to be part of the, you know, right stuff. culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love this movie. I think it's, I think it's freaking awesome. No, I gotta, no, but I we're we were watching it at his house, and it's very violent, like very, very, you know, crazy. And we, I remember asking him, like, "Yo, this is crazy. I didn't think you would have this because I think he had it. Like he owned the movie." And that's when he would tell us that, yeah, like he he does that a lot. Like he'll watch movies and like write sermons about them, or wow. like it, it, it like put them in his sermons. I was like. That's kind of crazy. That's, yeah. Um. I don't exactly know what this one was about. And all right. And imagine that being, you know, growing up how we grew up, um, uh, that would be crazy to be able to implement, um, uh, a medium of the world. Yeah. Right. To mm -hmm. scripture and be able to transform them into a sermon that you're preaching to the masses. Right. And I think what's what's interesting about that too, it's like, and I think something that I've realized as I grew older as well that something that most of us, at least in the church, like there's a lack of relevancy to all the things that we experience now as people that grew up in like, you know, the nineties and like two thousands and, you know, growing up with like computers and screens and things that, you know, right. are very relevant to us. And I think ignoring that these things exist isn't helpful at all because right. it's the reality of just what we're consuming yeah. and we are talking about culturally and stuff. And, being able to kind of like connect things and like look past whatever, like if it's like not aligning to scripture or whatever, right. I think it does more of a disservice to then like not be able to yeah. connect right. that. Yeah. And actually that's, I think a good connection to one of the movies that I was thinking about. Let's and do it. <laughs> you got it. In my experience with 
um, when I went to boarding school, I had a, um, my dean used to show us these videos on Wednesday nights about different things that were satanic or whatever. So nice. Like, yeah. Classic, yeah. classic as you, you know, <laughs> as you, as you normally do on a Wednesday night. Yeah. It's a casual Wednesday night. Um, and usually they were like pretty cool movies. Um, and then I remember one specific one that was, they showed the Truman show on, um, one of these, like, this is like super satanic and why and whatever. <laughs> Jim and, Carrey, that's why. <laughs> yeah, with Jim Carrey. And of course, like this movie is about, you know, like this dude that's like born into like this TV show and he's being filmed, but he doesn't know. And it's like his whole life is basically produced, but he has no idea. And then the whole world is watching him like a reality TV show. And they're all like, you know, different days, just like wanting to know what's going to happen. And basically he's being controlled by this producer or whatever. So the way that my dean took it was like, okay, so this is kind of showing how like, um, you know, it's satanic because this guy, the producer, the director is technically God and Jim Carrey doesn't want to be a part of that world once he like realizes that something's up and like it's just showing how like, you know, people like this guy doesn't want to like, you know, be with God and he's like walking into like this doorway that's like dark, <laughs> meaning that it's like right. hell. And it's like okay, I see. That's it's a like, big stretch. I was like, sure, sure. But then you know, like I saw it afterwards because honestly, like it made me intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> After I saw that video, and I was like, this movie actually looks pretty cool. Let me see it for myself. And it really, obviously, wasn't anything about that. It really, yeah. I think the message that, I, that stuck with me was that sometimes things can be really perfect and can look really perfect and can be like very curated and you know, really like set up in a way that, you know, it's supposed to like not fail, but we as people have like our own, you know, free will and right. understanding that we're, you know, we, we, we shouldn't be caged into this thing. And some things don't work for everybody. And I think like that was like a really nice learning from that as opposed to this like more like stretched out <laughs> idea. Right, right. And yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned on the church of like how it's like we lose the relevancy when we're looking at it from a, uh, from a particular perspective when in reality it's like it could be really helpful and like helping understand like you know yeah. bigger concepts and stuff right you know? and, and that's one thing that i um have always thought like being being a creative person being like an artist i feel that that's that's kind of our superpower you know like right. that's the closest that we can feel to to being a god really is, right is taking or like a freaking magician you know is taking nothing and making, and making something, something right. you know like that is that is in essence giving life to something and then especially something that has purpose and something that has meaning right obviously that's gonna that they can't just be discarded as like you yeah. know you and like I, I understand that like you know maybe it's not I don't know not even because it's it's part of the human experience and yeah. we're all here doing the same thing living the same life and I think that you know as artists that's what's that's what we do is we you know show people you know we tell people what we want to say you know that's what we do is we put something out there when we want to say something you know and right. all of that that just brings us closer together and it connects us as humans like understanding other people's experiences or understanding other people's you know stuff and obviously movies are super super big on that unless they're you know, like terrible but you know, yeah even terrible like, even terrible movies you know, i don't know man they serve they serve the purpose of being a guilty pleasure that you want to watch when no it's it's not even that though like it's you know what this is actually a pretty good segue to my next one if i can go there there you go. Go. all right so my next one um is kind of a two-part
the main one is a movie called The Disaster Artist. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's uh, Tommy Wiseau. Absolutely. Yep. It's based on uh, the book, The Disaster Artist, written by Greg Sestero, who was the co-star of the amazing film, The Room. Mm. Um, I don't know if we've talked, we've talked about it before in the podcast, but anyway, so I put this on my, I was thinking about this one just because I don't think I've ever felt more inspired than then when i well not when i saw the movie because i read the book first but like when i read this book i literally like that night i wanted to fucking write a movie because like there's so much i don't know like i i just felt so inspired by this movie because i mean i don't know if you know what the room is and like i mean we've talked about it a little bit but like basically tommy wiseau the man the myth the legend tommy wiseau he's just a guy who had a lot of money right and he wanted to make it in the movie biz and so he's terrible at like acting and stuff and tries out and goes to classes and stuff and just is not good um until you know someone sees potential in him and uh greg sestero is like that person is like you know what you're crazy dude i want to i want to work with you you seem pretty cool and so you know hilarity ensues (laughs) but um (laughs) basically you know greg is getting work tommy's not getting work Um, So he's like, you know what? I can do it myself. So he writes his own movie. He fronts the money to make the movie. I think it was like five or six million dollars that he spent uh, out of his own money to like buy film equipment, not rent. And like do all this super inconvenient stuff to make this movie that was so bad. So, so bad that it feels this is the best way to describe it it feels like an alien came from space watched a movie about like humans and thought i can do this not knowing anything about humanity right or Or knowing nothing about anything really (laughs) um and so this movie it's it's so crazy it's so but it's so funny and i mean the i guess the story of the movie the reason this movie is so important is because you know this movie was supposed to be something great this was tommy's like piece this was P- like the, this is, what they call it? this is my masterpiece yeah. you know mm-hmm. and this is what was gonna skyrocket him into the hollywood world because he's like no one will put me in a movie so i'll do it myself and i'll right. write it i'll produce it i'll direct it nice. you know his magnum actor <laughs> yeah dude it's crazy yeah. and um you know obviously it didn't get the reception that he was intending for he didn't he didn't get the reception of a you know high quality drama right but you know the reaction he got instead was everyone was laughing everyone was laughing at it you know whatever but all these people were having such a great time to the point of where it became such a huge cult classic yeah that like and i mean i'm one of them i i i absolutely love this movie like i love watching it because it's so crazy and it's so hilariously bad (laughs) um and so i don't know i just felt that i found that so inspiring if somebody who's so passionate about doing something even though he's so bad at it and unprepared unprepared and just just completely throws all of that to the wind throws everything that everyone ever says about him that he's like never gonna make it that he can't do it throws all of that away to make this piece of shit that ends up touching so many people and not being a piece of shit at the end of of the day like 
I mean, now people know Tommy Wiseau, people know this movie. Yeah. It's not like amazing, but you know, it's amazing. You know, right. like, like yeah. I still like. I mean, it was just playing at the Plaza Theater a couple weeks ago, and I'm so bummed because it was sold out. Super. We won quick. a couple years ago. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I've actually, I think I've seen it like maybe two times or three times in theaters, and it's honestly one of the most fun experiences ever just because everyone's in on it everyone's having such a great yeah. time and it's almost it's almost like going to a concert mm-hmm. you know you go to a concert and everyone there you're all there for the same thing you're all connected through this one uh piece you one know piece. like yeah. that, that that's how that's how concerts are same thing is that's how like freaking churches are you know like everyone's right. there supposed to be connected and that is what watching this movie in theaters is like it's yeah. everyone connected everyone vibing on the same freaking frequency and we're just having a good time and everyone's just enjoying the ridiculousness that is the room. Right. And right. so, you know, the guy who was in it wrote that book, The Disaster Artist. And I'm telling you, man, I, I read that book and it was so exp- inspiring that like I have never felt that way about something that like really energized me to do something and like go out there and be like, dude, I can fucking do it. It's not going to be as bad as the room, you know, like, I mean, and even if it might be, you know, but fuck it, yeah. we, we got to do what we can. I mean, granted, we don't all have $5 million, six, million, yeah. six, five million but million. I got a brain, you know, yeah. and I can, you know, I don't know, man. I do Love think one of the things that I like that really stands out to me about that movie and like trying to figure out, obviously it's like ridiculous and like, that's why it's so interesting and like people like to celebrate it. But there's also like this, like very genuine, like he really wanted to make that movie you right. know and like he, the it was details a project exactly and like even just like the details of like the wardrobe and stuff that were like so crazy and like who made this movie the right. set you know like but you're you know that somebody really wanted to be there right. and that's the thing like from the beginning he never let go of that idea like no this is a big hollywood movie <laughs> yeah we're gonna do it the biggest the way hollywood does it we got <laughs> we got an alleyway in the back fuck that we're gonna build an alleyway set that looks exactly like that alley and pay like thousands to record it there like dude I'm t- dude you got it you got to watch this movie or read I'll the book the disaster artist yeah, yeah watch it. it's starring it. james franco uh oh, okay. who else dave franco, dave franco. Yeah. Uh, all those guys like yeah. seth rogan and yeah you no know, yeah you know, like i've never i've so never good, seen so like good. i've never seen the room but i've always i've heard of it oh, all over the, the room kind of sounded like the michael scott the film the threat level midnight oh yeah 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 honestly you know what you know what it's the same sort of vibe where every like you know that it's uh like absurd and it's so bad but at the same time you're having fun watching it i feel like that when a movie does that for you it's hitting it's it might not have hit its target with the critics and the box office but it's if it's it found a target exactly and that's the target audience i think that's another thing is when you do something you got to do it passionately right you got to put everything into it because that's that's what that's what draws people right you know is 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 seeing what you love and why you love it Your so passion much for, and yeah. why it's so good yeah. and even though it's not but you yeah. know what people found merit yeah. in it and yeah. it's i'm telling you it's a cult cult hit i mean yeah. didn't i know it's the, the the disaster artist is actually not like the room right but didn't that movie they won an award i don't know what i think they won an award and tommy was presenting and like I, I know yeah. what you're talking about. It was that kind of yeah, yeah. It won an award, and Tommy Wiseau was presenting. I think it was so. James Franco went up with him, and I remember James Franco was talking, and then he like went up to like grab the mic. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. Yeah, no. They put yeah because <laughs> dude, because 
He's a weird guy. He's a weird guy, dude. But, but dude, I mean, the amount of love I think that he put into this movie, yeah, you can see it. You yeah, know? and also like, I mean, like uh, Greg Sestero tells it in such a crazy way because he does a good job at you know when everyone wants to make fun of this guy for doing this. I think that's the reason Greg was with him the whole time is because he felt so inspired the same way yeah. that I have felt inspired by him. He felt so much that he's like, this has got to be something. But yeah. they also both believed in each other, which was that's right. really it's interesting. It's a friendship. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Really because wonderful. I mean, they, they, they really like they did. They believed in each other and they believed in the same dream that they had, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Juan, you got to watch it, dude. Well, so we'll watch it. To, no, not tonight. Well, you never know maybe tonight yeah <laughs> awesome dude so good yeah and i think for me um no it, it, and in a way kind of um those back to my topic about you know civil war story arc because he stuck to what he wanted to do yeah without absolutely you know clearly without any regard as to you know any anyone criticizing or any limitations he went for it and it, like i said it might not have been for everyone but it was for him and it was for a target audience and it's like, for yeah, me yeah it's for kevin so good That also reminds me of the, another movie that I had thought of um, for my list, which is, I don't know if you guys have seen Babe. I don't think Yeah, man. <laughs> well, you you never seen, seen Babe? It? I don't think so. It's because oh, he's young. That's You are young. <laughs> yeah. You're a churin. When did that movie come out? Juan, producer? 94. Definitely. Uh, yeah, that came out on... We rely on you. On Dude, the, you didn't do on. any prep. You 1995. There you go. Oh, 1995. But the, the 3D, however they made the, the animals talk, it looked real. Revolutionary, yeah. dude. But, I mean, that movie in itself was like, you know, like the, the little pig it's that... A, okay. It's a talking pig, but they don't talk to the humans. They just talk amongst the animals, Themselves? right? Okay. But basically, like, he, he gets saved from being, like, taken away with his family to be made into ham or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. I love it. <laughs> it's rough. This is amazing. It's rough. And then, so he ends up at a farm, and like he's technically like an orphan. And then, like this, um, this dog uh, has puppies, and she ends up like bringing him in, kind of like as part of her litter. And you know, like he becomes like a, a dog almost. And then, like the, the farmer really likes him, and then he starts like messing around, and like he makes him like herd the sheep, and he's actually really good. Right. But then, like all the animals, like keep being like, "No, you're a pig." They're you know they're saving you for Thanksgiving and Ooh, Christmas or damn. whatever. Which oh, is dude, like can so. Can you imagine weird. being a pig and hearing that shit? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, I "No, can, you're I wrong." Can, I can imagine <laughs> it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, I see myself right now. It's like, "No, you're wrong." You're wrong. <laughs> but then, yeah, you're like over time like he gained a lot of respect from the sheep and you know like the different like animals and then uh, the farmer ends up putting him into like this um herding like competition or whatever and everybody's like laughing and they're like how can you have a pig here right. and then he does such a good j- job because he's a gentle pig and he talks to the to the sheep and they're like ma'am can you please do this and they do it so perfectly and you know like that story to me it's also like similar to like what we we're talking about like this pig isn't like a herding sheep dog or whatever and like no he's a pig he's a he's pig, a pig. <laughs> he is a pig but he did it and he didn't care and it's like you know like whatever like doesn't matter if you just right. i mean technically they have probably gotten him to cook him in you know but whatever like he really I like, guess ultimately yes yeah, yeah probably, you know, probably. <laughs> But, you know, then he ended up being, like, farmer's best friend, almost like his dog. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, similar to that. It's, like, just going and doing what what you want, regardless of, like, whether you're not qualified for it at all. 
right. also like understanding like people are gonna really think low of you just from what they see yeah and they have no idea like what your skill set is and like what your drive yeah. is and that's really all that matters yeah and uh, you know people a lot of people will always expect you to fail yeah and you know they'll either try to discourage you or they'll in, in, encourage encourage in quotations because they will try to want to push you on and they feel like if they push you on even more it'll make your failure that much mm-hmm. that much greater and something that they can revel yeah, in why is that why is that man like I'll, I'm, I'm going into psychology for college I'm gonna you're gonna let us know find out I'll, I'll find <laughs> out and I'll let y'all know once I ask, ask them why they don't want to see yeah, you yeah. like <laughs> why, why are you a hater you know right. what I'm saying like right. so question for Kevin what drives you to like do this podcast to do this podcast yeah. Honestly, like ever since the first time that I got on here, uh, shout out preseason, <laughs> preseason, all my team. fellow preseason guests <laughs> who were on there. Shout out to you know all of them, all, all of them. them. <laughs> um, since the first time that I got on here, I was like, damn, this is so much fun, and like, I, I just honestly, honestly, literally, I fell in love with it from the first time that I was nice. on here. I was like, damn, this is this is awesome. I, I want to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe forever. maybe that speaks more on me. I just love hearing myself talk. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is why <laughs> this is all about him. I just, I just don't. I just, so Kevin himself. came like as a guest host. Clearly, I don't know when to shut up. Potato uh, back in the preseason, and we were just at this. We fell in love with you. This man That's works, why we man. asked yeah. you to Thanks. to work with us. You know, still haven't paid me, but it's cool, man. <laughs> we're, we're getting there, okay? I gotta earn it. I I, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, absolutely. And you know what? Honestly, I would have never considered this media at all, right. had it not because I because podcasts were around. Obviously, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they were around. They were a thing. I never, I never cared about any of them. I listened to like a couple, um, uh, just because I, I like like spooky stuff, and I was listening to like spooky podcasts and stuff. But like, I never had considered doing anything like this, or you know, anything you know, commentary wise, or yeah. you know. Um, but doing it, not only just getting to talk and share ideas but getting to share ideas with people who we would not normally get to speak to exactly you know and people who don't think the same way we do or who were not raised the same way we were and stuff like that like all of that stuff just adds to everything and i think i think i am it's just the love of story and that's the reason why i love movies so much and the reason why i love like all all this kind of stuff is because I think that that's who I am is, is, is I want to be a storyteller. I want to be able to do that, right. whether it's like, you know, with the things that I write or whether it's like the work that we do, like as artists and stuff like that, or like music or anything like that. Like, I want to be able to tell a story and to, to, you know, engage in that way, just because right. I feel that that is what connects us on, on a level that's deeper than, you know, I don't know like it just I feel like it connects us on a deeper level to where we are all sharing the same idea and we're all whether we take different things from it we're all still there because it's so great that's the same reason I love watching movies in theaters so much oh yeah because it's all a collective sort of we're all engaged with yeah. each other we're all experiencing exactly. the same thing yeah. but we're not all experiencing it the same way you know, we're all going through things differently, right. and yet we're we're sharing this this experience that's like 
no one else out here is going to have the same thing with us, you know, unless they've had it too. Right. And then that just it, it puts you on an even bigger scope where you can share these ideas with other people and not only that share perceptions of ideas right. you know and it's it's i don't know there's something so cool about and unique about sharing things like that that's another reason why i like yeah. scary movies so much <laughs> because like you know when we get scared we all get scared together yeah. at the right. same time yeah. you know and and, and, we and you all, know you're all feeling that same emotion exactly, right exactly. then and there exactly yeah. everyone is feeling the same thing and everyone's mm-hmm. connected through that genuine experience like when we saw barbarian right that well yes that <laughs> no when we saw unka gems oh yeah <laughs> i don't know if you guys have seen Uncut please gems. say it like her please say it like julia I can't. Uncut gems. <laughs> Times. have you guys seen that have you i seen have it? not seen it but i heard that it is is that adam um, sandler yeah yeah okay adam sandler i haven't seen it dude i'm so good i love adam sandler adam sandler not sandler sandler but i'm Speak weary much? i'm i know right <laughs> i'm kind of weary about his movies because a lot of them kind of divulge into the same stuff take that okay back. okay take okay, that okay, back okay, bro okay, take okay. that back <laughs> whoa, okay hold on whoa, wait. well i guess not into the same stuff but more like should i mute his mic yeah well no because no I, I have my i have my gripe with adam sandler movies yeah like like a lot of it falls under the same kind of sometimes the same gag sometimes the same you know yeah, but man. happy madison dude yeah, yeah. but well yeah. okay no but this movie is yeah. completely different from yeah, any and, I, and i've heard it's it's like one of his his if not his best piece of work well i wouldn't consider this an adam sandler movie at all oh no <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah but, but the Safi brothers only considered Adam Sandler for that's the role. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. And look how that turned out. Atch, you know? Amazing. Dude, yeah. Again, took a shot on someone. It's like a crazy vision. Gosh, and it works out. Vision. And that's the thing, like... I haven't seen the movie, but I'm dude. assuming if it's that oh, yeah, good, dude. then oh, yeah. Yeah. was Adam Sandler the right person to play that oh, role? Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, dude, no. Okay. Adam take, Sandler was yeah. crazy in this. Like, where you're just like... You just lose, and that's that's the best part when you're watching a movie, and you know who's playing the character, you know who's voicing the character, you know blah blah. blah. But, but it's you, not the but you person lose you that person. Yeah, no, you lose it. Yeah, yeah. when you lose it completely, and all yeah, you see is this character, that's how you know that person's doing a great fucking job. Yeah, when they don't, when it's not like, oh no, this is Harrison Ford playing this character. It's like, nah, dude, this is Han Solo, man. Who yeah. the fuck is Harrison Ford? This is right. Han fucking yeah. Solo, <laughs> dude. Like, exactly. And I, you know where I felt that the last time was when I saw that. Uh, the Super Mario trailer, the one that oh, just came out. Oh, Chris man. Pratt? No. Yeah, okay, but it wasn't Chris Pratt, all right? I'm just saying. But you know, Jack Black, though. Oh, oh yes. yes. Dude, when I heard Jack Black as Bowser, I was like, holy because, shit. Dude, because, this is yeah, literally I, perfect. Yeah, because um, myself, I, and it's something I'm going to admit to, I, when I was eight years old, when that movie came out, I wanted to watch it so bad. Okay, no, not that one. <laughs> No, 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 I know, I know, but okay. when, 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 because that one's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Which one? The one that can't. When, when, what year? The is that Super Mario Brothers. I want to say. No, no, no. This is this is like more about Jack Black. It, Kung Fu oh, Panda. Okay, okay, when, okay. when Kung Fu Panda oh, okay. came out, I wanted to watch it. Okay, so okay. Bad. Another thing, you can't say that movie and I'm be so like, sorry. expect me to know which I'm Black, so black movie you're talking like, to. You're right. Read your mind. Yeah, noob. Jack noob Black man. has all the hits, man. Oh yeah, you, know, you got School of Dudes. I love School. I haven't 1993, seen of, by the way. That movie. You're talking about I haven't that. seen School of Rock in so long, but when I watch it, dude, I, love I love School watching that movie. That movie's awesome. But um, Jack Black, dude. Jack Black, dude. Goated, ever man. since, but yeah, when 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 Kung Fu Panda came out, I wanted to watch that movie so bad. I accident. I didn't accidentally. I rewatched it so many times without knowing that I was ordering it over and over on Comcast. <laughs> oh my god! So nice. that bill was huge. Oh, I bet your but, parents were excited. Huge. Oh, my mom was. My mom was a huge. Huge. 
Kung Fu Panda. Huge. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, like, nice. when I heard his voice in the trailer, I was like, no way. Like, it fits. Dude, yeah, man. It That's why, like, so I heard well. him and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> jack because you can like you can you obviously you hear you know it's jack black and you're like but you want to you don't see jack black. you don't you see bowser dude, you see, and, you Bow- see yeah. like, and that's that that's that's what it's about you see but the- again it's the same thing with the to- tommy weiser thing kind of i mean definitely at different levels right but with jack black again it's like super genuine gives it like 200 percent every you know single every thing time. that he's ever done yeah, yeah. like that's and that's what comes across it's like that realness and that yeah. you know right. genuine feeling yeah right and and i think that's that's with adam sandler too is he pushed it like he pushed it to be this character in such a great way that it didn't it's it felt so organic honestly Mm -hmm. right and just the way that he looked and the way that he man everything about the way he played this character was really really good yeah but i remember we were in the theaters and we weren't even sitting next to each other because it was so packed uh, but literally everyone in the theater had the exact same reaction at the end of this movie. And I think that's that's a beautiful that's thing. Great. Man. Yeah. It's beautiful because literally I literally turned around to them and I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. What did we just watch? Like, and and also- that's crazy when you can, oh for me, because like, I love when when COVID hit and movie theaters like were closed down, when the first opportunity I got to go to a movie theater, I took it. What, which what movie was Oh, that? man. Now, I know a movie. I yeah. think the first movie that I, I watched back. I think the first one we watched was black widow not the best one to, okay. to go back to <laughs> well you know it's, but, it's, it's a movie theater it's, experience yeah right? it's a movie theater experience yeah because it, not only that it was like the first movie we had had in theaters in a while but it was also the first marvel movie we had gotten in a long oh, time true. so that's everyone true. was there waiting for it yeah and um i remember feeling because of course endgame the big like that big Man. movie feel it took me a long time um, to get over that movie yeah right? And turning around to a complete stranger and just like being excited with someone you don't even know, yeah, it feels great. That and like I feel that when I go like watch soccer games, stuff like that, being able to enjoy something mm-hmm. no matter what it is, and it connects you. Sometimes you know, for a brief moment with strangers, sometimes you make friendships like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like that's why you know, movies, some things like movies, like TV shows. I became. Uh, part of this twitter community for house of the dragon i don't know if you've got to watch it it's funny i am watching house of the dragon i've i haven't seen the past four episodes i believe okay um never seen game of thrones either yeah but i just well, started it's good that you watch house of the dragon because then it'll you know it makes a little bit more sense when yeah but i'm not gonna it. watch game of thrones okay <laughs> oh yeah that's and just then, too much of it and that's another that's thing too big oh, i can't yeah. do that and that's another thing like um those those communities differ in, in opinions but with House of the Dragon, like you, I was finally able to be uh, have conversations with people I don't even know from the Twitter space um, about one show, and a lot of the time, feeling the same feelings that other people um, see yeah, because man. they're watching, you know. But um, and it, to me, that that's great. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, just going back to what you were saying earlier, Kevin, about how sometimes when an actor like Adam Sandler in this last movie did, that you didn't see him, so good, though you saw the actual character. Yeah, it reminded me of the movie I watched, um, the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, with Jim Carrey. Like, Another I good Jim Carrey. I did not see Jim Carrey there, <laughs> dude. Because oh, you dude. usually expect, you know, Jim Carrey's movie to see yeah. him play what he usually, how, how he usually portrays yeah. himself, I guess. But 
Uh, that that one was a great movie. Oh my for god! For me, it was dude, an that amazing movie. Kills movie me every dude. time. Dude. Well, it's interesting though that we even mention oh. now with like Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler because like the Truman Show was with Jim Carrey, yeah, which Truman is Show yeah. was awesome too. I love that. And like the range with him, where like why would you put him in this like deep and like you know like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind can like really touch on like your feelings, dude, and, like, make you emotional, anything, right? Dude. And it's like I wouldn't have ever imagined that Jim Carrey could do same, that. And, same. Yeah. You know what I think it is. And I think this, um, because I feel especially with uh, comics, comedic actors, people who understand that, I feel like they can reach a level of pain that is sort of uh, almost superhuman because of, I don't know, like, I feel like there's, there's a certain level of, like, cynicism in comedy. Maybe this is just my personal taste. Um, there's a sense of like knowing being able to see uh, tragedy and being able to add that timing and make it funny Mm -hmm. you know that's really what what comedy is it's tragedy plus timing is that you know right and I think that for comedic actors and people who under really have a handle on that I feel like they can reach a level of pain and a level of portraying that that's sort of just yeah they can get real with it mm-hmm. you know like yeah. think about think about like robin williams man think yeah. about like um r.i.p dude for yeah. real actually one of his movies is on my list but we'll wait for that um who else no then i i think for like not necessarily <laughs> like career comedians but like people that have been in comedy or have been portrayed, you know, portray comedic characters like Jordan Peele, too, and the, his work, man, yeah, yeah. Um, it's you know, for me, one that kind of hits a little bit closer for me, John Krasinski was always Jim from The Office, mm-hmm. and then Quiet Up Quiet Place comes out. That was a good movie. And he did really good well in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was great. Because he I wrote seen it. The second and, one. You know, the second one is second one's a pretty good follow up. The okay. first one always like for me, the first one was like the first time I had seen John Krasinski like show that emotion yeah in yeah. such a you know such a big moment and such a big uh scene where you know there's tension in almost every scene yeah mm-hmm. and then there's that moment literally of, that yeah whole movie is the tension. whole movie yeah. wow my whole theater was dead silent during that a, movie you have a theater huh yeah my personal <laughs> theater <laughs> my personal theater that i own and operate okay. was, no the theater i was sitting in obviously nice. so like it was you know when and and I see a lot, a lot of more, you know, people known for for their comedic roles stepping out of what we consider to be their their comfort zones mm-hmm. and really take their, like you say, their their almost like cynicism and transform yeah. it into something where you can you you see their emotion and yeah. you can feel it. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. That's, yeah, and I think that's like through the like the power of observation right, right. that exactly. they have to have and yep. again with like you say like the tension in the storytelling it's just like really setting this thing up because they really understand that like mm-hmm. process of feeling and you know what's funny and like how to like right manage mold that it, yeah. yeah mold yeah. it all together so yeah i know it's really interesting to see how like comedic actors actually have like such great range and when they do hit those like peaks it's just like oh my god like this yeah, person dude. like right who is the right like, it's not the person that you imagine to see like right. i said john krasinski was always jim to me mm-hmm. and then this movie comes out mm-hmm. and and even now with his with his show um that 
You Jack. forgot. Jack Ryan? Jack Ryan. Yeah. I was gonna say oh, Jack I thought that was a movie. I was going to ask about that. But no, 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 yeah, it's, it's a show. And, like, seeing him more in his, like, action roles, it's, it's kind of hard to, you know, to imagine. Because, again, he some of the, most of the movies he's been in um, and the shows have been more as a comedic character. Yeah. <laughs> so then when he's able to stretch his his creative legs and be and bring a bit more dimension to to you know to his roles i think uh, when comedians are able to do that or people more because even comedians you know they they've they've been able to you know, go into different movies and and just be able to like i said uh, stretch their creative legs yeah mm-hmm. and bring a different dimension to to their characters and to themselves yeah and i think i mean that 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 helps them a lot and that's what sort of right. makes it because you really do feel it, you know? It, right. Like, when you mm-hmm. expect something from somebody, something that's, like, super positive. But when they're going through it, man, you're going through it right there with right. them. Because you're like, I can handle you, you know, at your good times. I can handle you in the mask. I can handle your Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. But you're over here trying to forget Kate Winslet, dude. And I'm just like, <laughs> right, yeah, we can't do this, man. It's crazy. Dude, that movie breaks me, dude. Oh, yeah. God, that movie's so freaking good. Shout out Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. <laughs> Top ten. I feel like movies. I remember seeing that movie when I when it came out and I was like I don't know what year it must have been, but it probably was like middle school or something. Young. But I remember I liked it and I was like, this is a cool movie. I don't I don't get it, but like I, I get it. And then I saw it several years after mm-hmm. when I like experienced heartbreak and stuff. And it murdered you. Yeah, and I was like, wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think I watched it for the first time, I wanna say my senior year of high school. It was the first time that I watched it, and oof, man, that was insane. That was such a good movie, dude. Damn. So I want to ask the same question to you, Lucilla. Am I saying your name right, by the <laughs> yes. way? Okay. Uh, it's not just it's, it's, it's You can call me Lucy Lucilla. if it's easier. Lucy? I feel like that's what Kevin calls me anyway. That, so. okay. What? Lucy? Lucy? Yeah, you call me that. Yeah, well, yeah. That's how I introduce you to people because it's easier than Lucy. I feel I feel like, yeah. Lucilla, Lucy. yeah. Does anybody else call you Lucy? No, just, just people just I know. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, so not just the professional be- world. People <laughs> that I know through you, and then everyone else, like, from college onwards, calls me Lucila. So it's like a big, like, separation. Interesting. Interesting. So, like, what I asked Kevin earlier about what drives you, like, in your passion projects, apart from work, mm-hmm. you know, I know you run like a, um, an Instagram film page, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you, as an artist, illustrator, I think that you are as well, right? Designer, yeah. So Designer, a little okay. bit of everything, yeah. So what drives you to those projects that maybe, like, we're doing this podcast and we're not really getting any like money off of it. And we We're spend, like, and we spend like a, we spend like a lot of time, right? And so, like at the end of the day, we're like, why are we, why are we doing this, right? Right. Right. So, why do you do the things that you do? I think I mean an interesting question. Yeah. Well, how are you the way that you are? Yeah, well, you the exactly. It's like I don't know why I'm the way that I am. <laughs> Every time you. <laughs> um, but no, that's a good question. I mean, I guess I never really thought about it, but even through this conversation, it is like the the whole like thing about like storytelling and like feeling and being able to like connect and have a story that like resonates, which, you know, I feel like most stories have some bits that are gonna resonate with people. And it's just interesting, like we're all such like lonely people, you know, at the end of the day, it's just us in our heads, right? Yeah. right. But there's a lot of these things that people are putting out there of like their own experiences and their own thoughts. Being able to like connect with that is really cool. and you know thinking about like your own experiences and like how that maybe relates where it's like oh like i had an experience like that 
I know how that feeling is. Like I see how like I like this director does these things because they like really emphasize those like quiet moments or something. And like finding that where you like really see yourself, and then also being able to like see your friends in it or like even like connect to that. I think that's really special and. It's interesting because I know, like, I with design, it's not necessarily like I'm doing any like storytelling or anything. But at, we actually are through so many things where we have to like present things and really talk about our ideas and our concepts and like, you know, what how we got from point A to point B to really like make something. I think everything that we do does have like a sense of storytelling because you're really trying to, you know, portray a concept or something. And I think it all kind of like ties in together and. You know, film just happens to be like the easiest <laughs> medium to yeah, consume. To, to, yeah, it really is. <laughs> but yeah, um, I feel like yeah, that's kind of it. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's just really good. It's like nice connecting, and I think even like when I met you, Kevin, um, how long ago? Probably like two thousand eight, seven. It was two thousand eight. Seven. Seven. No, because let me look it up online. Yeah, <laughs> it was 2008. No, it was 2007 because we started eighth grade in 2007. And no, then, our rock paper scissors. We started in 2008. No, it was 2000. Okay, whatever. I'm right. When y'all met back in the day. Back in the day. It was yeah. eighth grade when we met. But I felt like I remember I I did not like you at all. Yeah, man. When I, first I know. Met I tell. You. I literally <laughs> tell everyone that. <laughs> I tell everyone. That. So annoying. Um, yeah, but, but look who stuck around. <laughs> What's up? Look but who's then, on MRP. Look who has a pen. <laughs> look who's yeah. on a podcast. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> But I feel like the thing that we connected on was a lot of like TV and like movies and stuff yeah. and music, which are all things that like, you know, again, are like really sh- like showing that, you know, your own personal experience can be reflected into what someone else is doing. Absolutely. And like, again, it's like, I didn't like you at all, but like we listened to a lot of the same music. Um, we liked a lot of the same shows and I was like, okay, but like maybe there's like something here with this guy. Like he doesn't suck that much. There you go. He like he's relatable. I'm gonna put that on my <laughs> he, he doesn't suck like that much. Kevin yeah. Campos doesn't, doesn't suck like that, that much. much. Yes. Just a little bit. Just a little put that bit. on your resume. So, yeah. Hell yeah. If if I wanna know why then you like Kevin. <laughs> Dude, I, I kind of want to like. You don't have time. I think that's a podcast. I well, yeah. Well, podcast I mean, just like one reason. Like, dude, what, that was what, annoying, what? dude. It was so annoying. You know, imagine me, yeah. as as a child, you know, like as a done. I see you right now. Yeah. You know, it's, then it's, get out it's, of my it's studio. Not fun. Exactly. <laughs> I, I wouldn't like want to hang out with me either. You were getting in trouble know. in class too. I remember they had to isolate you one time and like oh put God, him up against the wall. Bro, that's Yeah. Had to like segregate you. Drawing on the board, and then I got in trouble for that too. Segregation. Yeah, I, I, I think I was just annoying. I mean, I am. But I think, yeah, I, I didn't like you maybe for like two, three months. I don't know. And then, and then like you grew that. on me because I was bored. And honestly, Kevin's pretty funny. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so basically, Kevin was a kid that I hated to see in, in, in school because all they would do was get in trouble, get isolated, and get all the girls. Not even, dude. That was Bro, my other friend. what are you talking about? Well, oh, I guess both of you guys. But there are people that were that's really only, into That's too. only because we're, we were the most interesting people at that school. Probably. That's, that's, true. You know, that's true. Okay. You yeah. know, it's because we, we're the poorest. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you interesting. Maybe that's why she didn't like it's you. It's a new perspective. <laughs> it, it is a new perspective. <laughs> Whoa, we're going to put a pause right there. But this enticing conversation will continue in part two. Lenses for Lessons. The Reckoning. Which MRP member has a deadly porn addiction? And which MRP member was violent enough to try to stab a child with kitchen knives? Tune in next week, where we continue our discussion 
movies, knives, porn, all of this and more on part two of Lenses for Lessons, MRP Show out. Thank you for listening. And please support us by rating us five stars. It really helps. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other socials by searching for MRP Show or visit us at mrpshow.com to stay updated. Until next time. I forgot to hit record. <laughs> <laughs>